When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Monday night football. I know. At least the city looks good. At least the city looks Now a 38-yard field goal to win the game for Pittsburgh. And it is good. He's done it again. And the Steelers have done it again to the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, we're up by 10 at the start of the fourth quarter, and they won 23-20 to on a field goal in the final seconds of the game. But boy, it doesn't matter how far they're down. They just they I went to bed at halftime, and I was like, ah, we're winning. Cool. Plenty of time to mess it up. It's a perfect <laughs> perfect time to go to bed, though. Yeah. I just hate playing each other. I said it last year. I'll say it again this year. I just need a break from the experience. <laughs> Collectively. Just, I mean, is there any rivalry that is as nasty and hateful as this one? Not according to ABC or uh, ESPN last yeah. night. Yeah, they said it was the, the dirtiest, nastiest rival in the NFL. Dirty playing on both sides. Pretty both dangerous sides. game. A lot of dirty hits. And then uh, Steelers linebacker Ryan Shazier almost broke his back. Had to be carted off the field on a backboard after he hit a player with his helmet during a tackle. You don't really notice until, until you watch the replay and you see sort of the angle that his head was hit. But Oh, it was awful. That was, was oh. Yeah, that was tough to watch. They, took him, they went through like two different commercial breaks just waiting to cart this guy off the field, make sure he was stabilized before they moved him. And even the announcers started to talk about it toward the end of the game. And Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger even said a few things afterward. I hate seeing this type of football. It's an ugly night. I think the players need to think, John, about what they're doing to each other, what they're doing to themselves, what they're doing to the image of the league, fan interest. Spending too much time, Sean, Mm -hmm. trying to make it right. It's not right. Uh, it's a physical football game. I, prayers and thoughts are with everybody that got hurt. There were a lot of injuries tonight. Mm-hmm. So prayers and thoughts really go out to everybody that got hurt, their families, because I know there's a lot of worried people out there. Yeah, I just lost track. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. But you did say, I mean, we were following up a little bit with that Steelers guy this morning that he is, it's not something that's permanent, correct? It's, uh, I don't know it's if they not, have, they don't, have they no, said? They said he's not going to require surgery. That's all and they've that's said. It. Oh, wow. But I did that hear that he has to see the doctor today before he can even travel back to Because there is, yeah, there were uh, reports on the sideline. Uh, one of the coaches was overheard saying to someone, and they got it on film somewhere, of him saying that he cannot move the lower half of his body. Mm. Wow. So hopefully that's just a temporary. Yeah, hopefully. Right. Oh, that That's was so scary. scary. I it's hate so scary. that. I'm struggling. I am a huge football fan. I love football. I've always loved football. When 
I was in high school and college. It's all I wanted to date were football players. <laughs> you know, that was just it. But it's getting harder and harder to watch. When now that we know what the what kind of damage is being done and what's happening to these guys later in life. Harder to watch for you. It is because yeah. it's just like, is it worth it? I'm I'm so I'm glad that Jacob only wants to play flag football and that really is the only option for him. Mm-hmm. You know, that I don't have to be a part of that decision. Because I think that would be really hard as a mom. If you got a kid that really, really wants to play football. Like, oh, yeah. do I let him? Do I not? Do My I nephew him? played in high school, and I remember every time that you that there was a snap, you'd be like, oh. "Yeah, <sighs> okay." Now, and then on to the next one. And yeah, especially with yeah. what we're learning about how concussions affect kids. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, my high school sweetheart, he was, he played college ball, but he was a running back in high school, and mm-hmm. he got speared, late hit, lower Ooh. back, broke his back. Oh. Yeah, that is some scary yeah. stuff. That is. They are doing, oh. I mean, you know, with all of that said, for people that do play, they are doing tons of improvements when it does come to the safety equipment. I don't know if it's exactly what they need, but I do know that they've done, they've gone a long way mm-hmm. with improving the equipment. Well, in other news this morning, the Division Two finalists of the Jeff and Jen Christmas Choir yeah. competition were announced. I feel totally safe with my kid being in a choir. You do? <laughs> I would be okay oh. with I, that. This is singing is great. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You do? Uh, he's right there. <laughs> he's right up there with me. I'm telling you, there's serious talent there. But uh, yeah, we've got our nine finalists for Division Two. Division Two is ninth through twelfth grade, and these kids are amazing. It's your job now to go on our website at wkrq.com and listen to all nine choirs and vote for your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they let you eat ice cream if you have your tonsils out. But it also has dairy. So is it still okay to eat if you have a cold? Well, it turns out the idea that dairy creates more phlegm is likely just a myth. Because a study way back in 2005 found people with colds did not have runnier noses or produce more mucus or cough up more gunk if they drank milk while they were sick. Some people in the study thought it did, but it wasn't really true. They just convinced themselves that they had more mucus because they bought into the myth, and other studies have had similar results. The one time dairy has been shown to produce more phlegm is if you are allergic to dairy. Wow. But if that's the case, you shouldn't have it anyway. So whether you're sick or not is irrelevant if you 
Catch a cold, you got a sore throat, they say go ahead, dig into some ice cream if you want to. It should help your throat without making your other symptoms worse. Do you hear uh, Weight Watchers just said that there were um, 200, they added 200 more items to the list of Hmm? Zero point foods that you can now uh, they eat guilt free. I think it, yeah, I think it was a hundred. I don't know if it was one hundred and fifty. I thought I heard one hundred fifty, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, a whole bunch. But I don't know how it's how it all works. I think it might be a smidge bit misleading. Uh oh. What kind of foods are on there? Feeling. It's not ice cream. It, the free foods Eggs, might be non-fat yogurt. I think. Oh, nice things. But yeah, it's not. They said it's not diet food. These aren't diet foods. These are... And points-free doesn't necessarily mean calorie-free. Right. It's just point-free on your system. My understanding is you're trying to win back customers that they've lost to competing companies, and they feel that by adding more items to the zero points list will help encourage people to reconsider and come back. I guess it's it's all in how you frame it. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? So true. Got to package it. And with Oprah involved, it cannot fail. Uncle Joe does Weight Watchers. He's got the app. He How is Uncle Joe? He's lost 40 pounds, but he really? scans everything he, everything he eats. He can just go to the app and oh, type it so in, and it tells work. you how many points. It makes it easy. Good for him for sticking with it I and know. being so diligent about it. I, you know? I know. It I is a lifestyle. That's the thing. It, it's a definite lifestyle mm-hmm. change when you go on Weight Watchers or any diet, really. Measuring portion control. All the things we hate. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. a lot. That's Thinking a, a and planning. Commitment. Hey, Billy Bush has resurfaced. resurfaced. I know. I'm so glad. I've been waiting for Billy. It's been a year, so he must have had like a, a one-year no-competer. Oh, has it been a year? Clause. It's been a little bit over a year because it, it happened, remember, right before the election. Oh, that's right. Last year. Yes. So, yeah. So Billy Bush went on the late show last night and he talked about President Trump and the famous Access Hollywood tape, all because of a report last week that President Trump was telling people he didn't think it was his voice after all. It was just a report. No one actually went on the record confirming that President Trump had said that. But Billy Bush came out and went on the record and confirmed it was, in fact, Trump's voice. And that other people heard it at the same time, too. Here's a little of Billy on The Late Show last night. Let's listen last to week, for some reason, came out with, that's not my voice on the tape. Like I said, you can't say that. That is your voice. I was there. You were there. That's your voice on the tape. I think Corey Lewandowski also confirmed on Meet the Press over the weekend that it was President Trump's voice. But... Uh, Billy talked about a lot of things. He talked about why he believes the women who have accused President Trump of sexual misconduct. He says they all came out on record, used their names, first of all. And secondly, uh, the more the more people you have, you know, coming together to, you know, with with similar stories. He said, you know, 20 women don't just get together and form a plan to take down an innocent person. Uh, So Stephen Colbert asked Billy what Trump meant by I moved on her like a B word. And this is Billy Bush trying to explain that. I moved on her like a bitch, but I couldn't get there. (laughs) I don't understand that sentence. 
<laughs> what does that mean? It, a lot of what he no, says I don't understand. No matter how I interpret it, I don't understand. What did you take it to mean in the moment? I don't know. I think he was calling himself a, a bit, bit just, right? Like he was... I don't think he said... I think he meant him, which I was totally confused and backwards, which... Yes. You know, he gets going, and I don't think he really knows... He said, I took her, I, I took her furniture shopping. Yes. Does that seem like a common foreplay to you? I... <laughs> How could you resist an armoire? I mean, on, on, on top of uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, the advances of Donald. I don't know. Shopping, uh, you could argue, is a form yeah, of Well, it certainly so. turns me on. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's for furniture? <laughs> yes, of course. That's a high-ticket item. It's not jewelry. I know, but hey. I'll tell you, the thing that I really wanted to, to learn, though, from Billy Bush, and this is what I wanted to hear, was him just talking about that whole experience, like when the Access Hollywood tape came out, what that was like and how this effectively destroyed his His career career while Donald Trump went on to become president of the United States. How did that happen? Well, the first time I ever heard it was three days before uh, it leaked. Um, And so it was like a gut punch. It's a gut punch now. Uh, It will always be. Um, at the time, you know, it was 2005 and he, his ratings were through the roof and he was the big star of NBC. And I sort of equated what he was saying to some kind of, you know, crass stand-up act, like, you know, Andrew Dice Clay performance. You figure that's, well, that's not Dice when he's home. He doesn't actually do those things. But the camera wasn't on him. Why did it seem like a performance to you? Because he was, he was just regaling the, the seven guys on there and doing this, doing his bit. And so I thought, you think he was just sort of lying oh, I, to I, If I had you? thought there was a man detailing a sexual assault strategy to me, I would have called the FBI, not just reported it to my executive producer. Like it was just, you know, kind of showing off, just playing to the room kind of. Yeah, like lo- locker room talk. Yeah, I didn't realize there were seven guys on that. Yeah, I didn't either. RV. He had a whole audience. Mm. Yeah. How do you feel about NBC firing you? It was a difficult time. I think it was very um, hot emotionally in the country. A lot of people were not comfortable with the man who was close to winning the election. And a lot of things happened quickly. But my my boss later, months later, said publicly, I think we may have moved a little quickly. Mm-hmm. On, uh, on they move on you like a bitch? Is that what they did? <laughs> <laughs> I set myself up. Uh, but like, do you think like yeah. you worked on the Today Show? You had just been recently one of the co-hosts of the Today Show. Matt Lauer controlled that show. He could have protected anybody, and he did famously protect people from being fired on that show. Do you wish he would have protected you? Uh, we had a conversation about that. He told me that he went privately to the bosses and and took that line. And I said I appreciated it and I accepted it and thanked him. I will say I would have liked the chance to have been able to address the audience. Yeah, he didn't really have a chance to do that. No, he didn't, or make any kind of statement whatsoever, did he? Did they ask him what he's going to do in the future, or is it kind of open? Well, it's kind of open, but uh, he did talk about the golf ball incident that happened oh, a right. week or so ago. Oh, yeah, right. I, I was playing golf with some friends, and I got... Uh, hit in the face with a three-wood from, if you know, a three-wood is one away from a driver. That's 60, from 60 yards, and it went careening, a terrible slice, Mm -hmm. right into the side of my head. And is there any chance that Donald Trump hit that ball? (laughs) (laughs) I did see a golf cart speeding away. There was a guy in a pair of pleated khakis, very high, white shirt, red hat, going quickly. Giant. (laughs) 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 Terrible (laughs) panty lines. (laughs) 
If you got but the doctor man. said, man. the doctor told me if it was a half an inch higher, you might have died. And I said, I'm finally lucky. This is great. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he is lucky. I grew up on a golf course, and I swear I got preached to like nobody's business. Like, out for golf balls. Could kill you. I got drilled in the face one time with a club, and it Ooh, hurt. I broke yeah. my nose. Yeah, I was a kid, and somebody was just like... How many times have you broken your nose? Like a thousand. I'm an accident-prone person, just in general. It's amazing but... it still looks as good as it does. I know. You know it does have some all... art, like bumps in the arches, but outside of that. Hmm. But that stuff does hurt. <laughs> By the way, uh, before we move away from sexual misconduct, Netflix is moving forward with its previously planned sixth and final season of House of Cards. But I'm glad. Naturally, it'll be happening without Kevin Spacey. There will be eight episodes. The season will focus on Robin Wright, who, thank goodness, you know, it's rare. A lot of shows that I love, there's usually one character that keeps me hanging in there, mm-hmm. and if that character were to leave, that's it for me. But I think I could hang in there with Robin Wright. She's that good. Well, maybe did you like Claire better than you liked? What's his face? I had days. You had days, see? She can carry it. I, I, yeah, her, I think her character is strong enough that she's a good enough actress for sure. I think oh, so, too. Yeah. Especially after that last season, it's almost like they set everything up for this to happen. Yeah, Claire is the former first lady who became president in season five, the wife of Kevin Spacey's old character. Netflix says they wanted to finish the show to, quote, bring closure to fans. There's no word on how they plan to write Kevin out of the show, but in the book that inspired the show, his character dies for whatever that's worth. Oh, and by the way, Kevin is facing another allegation. The actor, Gabriel Byrne, who starred in The Usual Suspects with Kevin Spacey back in 1994. Wow, it's been that long. Gabriel Byrne has now come out and said that production on The Usual Suspects was actually shut down in 1994 because of Kevin's inappropriate sexual behavior, although he did not elaborate. When you think about how long some of these cases have been going on and nothing has happened. Nothing. Until now, you know? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine just the number of people that could have been their victims along the way? Yeah, that is. Over, over so many years. That's hard to fathom. Hey, I wanted to mention real quick something very cool that we're doing. We started this last year. It's an idea that I'm trying to think of how this stemmed. I guess it was just a way that we wanted to come up with to raise money for our individual charities. You know, Q102 has some strong partnerships with some uh, major charitable organizations here in the tri-state, and we're very proud of those, and we've raised a lot of money over the years. But uh, we also individually have charities that are important to us. And so we came up with the idea of the Q102 Holiday Holiday Helper Program. Mm -hmm. And this is an opportunity for fans of Q102 to bid on their favorite Q102 DJ to be your holiday helper to raise money for these charities. Yeah, and either provide some kind of service or take you out and about on a special evening or it could be anything but each one of the activities does reflect each of our personalities and then each one of us has a 
a specific charity that that we support. For instance, mine is the Ken Anderson Alliance. This is a group of people who are putting together a live, work, play community for adults with developmental disabilities because as of right now, there's really nowhere for them to go when it's time for them to leave their parents' home, whether that's when it comes time and it's their choice or when we leave this planet, there's nowhere. So... That's my charity. And so what I'm doing is I'm going to take you and three friends to the Jeff Jen Christmas show with 98 degrees. I will take you backstage and, uh, and for, just personally introduce you to the guys. You got to meet the guys. Got to do a meet and greet. And then also send you to Mitchell Salon and Day Spa. Make you look pretty. Uh-huh. Well, you already are pretty. But oh. Just, you know, yeah. spruce yourself up a little bit. It'd be nice. You way. could get a blowout before the show if you need one. Sure. Some fancy Christmas nails. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim is doing something that I think is pretty cool. Uh, I'm terrible at wrapping Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. Tim is actually somewhat good at it. And he's willing to wrap all of your Christmas presents for you and the organization that you're aiming to benefit to. It's uh, Starshine Hospice. It's the hospice program specifically for Children's Hospital. And not only do they do the things that you think they would do when it's time for hospice to be there, but also afterwards they have a camp, a camp that families can go um, and heal and be together and get over the loss of their child. So uh, my brother lost his first baby and they didn't have the opportunity to go to something like that yeah. and I wish that they did so that's what I'll be doing therapeutic is uh, uh, wrapping gifts is therapeutic for me for some weird reason I don't know why um, can we pay you it's to focused, do it it's repetitive it's I don't know I just tune out the rest focused. of the world and anyway uh, we had a, la- a good time last year wrapping gifts at Gina's house over in Anderson Township we ordered Chinese food we had some wine wrapped a bunch of stuff had a good time so that's kind of the game plan for this time I'll bring bows and ribbons and paper and and you booze, know, <laughs> you know, depending on depending on if you want on that the or person. Not. Yeah. Well, and I am going to. I love to clean. Everyone knows that, and so I have partnered with the Mates of Cincinnati, and I am going to clean your house. For the holiday, you know, a lot of people have people coming over, people coming into town. It's a nice way you don't have to clean your house. You can go shopping, and the Maids of Cincinnati and I will clean the house for you. And my charity is the Dragonfly Foundation, which I have been involved with for the past three years, I believe. And they help kids with cancer. As soon as they are, there's a diagnosis, they step in and they help everyone involved, whether it's, you know, your brother or your sisters having a little bit of emotional trouble trying to figure out what's going on. How do we process all of this? They help with uh, financial support. They help all kinds of, I mean, they can help you physically, emotionally, all of those things. And they step in as soon as there's a diagnosis. So I am benefiting the Dragonfly Foundation. And nice. I will tell you right now, some of our bids, uh, Tim is at $250 for the wrapping service. I'm at 350 for the Maids of Cincinnati service. And so you're offering to clean someone's house. Yeah, clean the house. All right. Exactly. Well, my benefit is the Children's Home of Northern Kentucky, and uh, I'm a huge fan of this organization. The Children's Home of Northern Kentucky, it takes in residents who, these are young people who are coming from the worst of worst circumstances where... Uh, in many cases, they have reason to fear their own safety. These are from homes where they're just it's just not a good place for them to be. And so they do residential care, but they also work with teens who are 
struggling with drug addiction. Mm -hmm. Um, They are also doing more outpatient care where they're trying to heal families. And so counseling kind of services. Yep. The counseling services beyond just the borders of Kentucky. They've really grown over the years. But uh, a lot of what they do is dependent upon your support. So I'm throwing my support behind the Children's Home of Northern Kentucky and my gift to you uh, with your permission is to take you to dinner. I would like to entertain you this holiday season by taking you to the award-winning Boca Restaurant, one of my favorite Ooh. restaurants in the world, not just here in the city, but in the world. I've traveled everywhere, and <laughs> I keep coming back home. This is a one-of-a-kind tasting experience that they've offered. They have stepped up, and they're willing to build a custom a custom menu created just for you. So it'll be me and Kristen taking you and either your significant other or your best friend or whoever you want your dining companion to be. And let's share that experience. Let's uh, take some time and just enjoy the holidays, get to know each other and uh, sup together, fellowship together and ring in the holidays. So. Jeff, your bid currently is seven hundred for that. And I'm sorry, I missed. I didn't tell the gens was hers is at 800. So if you would like to bid. You can do it one of two ways. You can email us, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. There are two ends in Jen, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Or you can send us a Facebook message through our Q102 Facebook page, WKRQ. And uh, the bidding will remain open until Friday at 9.30 a.m. And we're going to cut it off. So That's it. <laughs> however you are so moved. Mm-hmm. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. It's 825. I made the suggestion yesterday, though, that they could bid on both of ours because that way they would get dinner in a show. Yes. And really quickly, we just <laughs> we had a caller call in and say um, she's like, why? I, you know, I can't bid because it's a little out of my budget, but I would like to donate to each of your charities. And that oh, is that possible awesome. as well. If you go to our website, WKRQ.com and click on Holiday Helpers, it links through to the websites where all of our... Um, charities, charities can are be donated to. That is awesome. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you for that. And if you are so inclined and you want to bid on more than one, that is okay too. Sure thing. It is. Thanks for listening mm-hmm. to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.